0: hello and uh, and uh, welcome to crack and furfies um, i mean we we a, a big daddy podfather down this week but um, it's me uh your one of the hosts tom and uh, and our good buddy dan here ready to chew the fat and shoot the shit the few hello. good news um how how the bloody hell have you been dan
1: oh, i've been i've been good i've been busy i've been good um we're doing this on a random Tuesday night as kind of the time we could throw it together and
0: pop fathers off doing big daddy things, but here we are. Here we are, um, enjoying it. We kind of missed the Friday, we missed the boat um, previous week, but we've decided, yeah, to jump back it, on. And it, Things be the way they be. Yeah, life be life. and
1: It's a busy, busy time of year for a lot of people, so we're sure we, we, better late than never we say that and is, minus a few right? members
0: <laughs> yeah that's right we're a very minimal uh, cast tonight but that's all right uh, just just you and myself but um yeah we'll make it work we've got some fun stuff uh now you said that you had a couple of drinks semi prepared let's um let's Unf- talk shop while we're here at the bar
1: Looks like we're at the non-alcoholic bar tonight, seeing as it is a school night after all. That's right. I'm on on the healthy stuff. I'm on the sparkling water, which may disappoint a lot of our five listeners. (laughs) Um, I'm sure it's not the stuff that just tastes like TV static. There is a little bit of lemon in there and a little bit of pineapple in the other one, but
0: I don't mind the citrus.
1: Need a little bit of something to make that fizziness go down. Damn straight.
0: I myself am on the uh, the old the solos, not the hard solos, because I'm um, I'm still repping the no booze, but um yeah.
1: Is a solo solo man tonight, sure.
0: Well, we're not fine solo. I've got you here with me.
1: <laughs> Don't mind a good good old solo it's a, a soft drink of choice when I when I do have a sugary
0: drink. Being able to slam it down fast as they used to say. Quench the quench that thirst. Well, um, yeah. How's work been, Dan? Um, I mean, it's what been a little over a week since we chatted last. Any, any, anything interesting popping up?
1: Well, work is, work is going all right. Um, busy, but a lot of it is just kind of also busy work, like preparing for uh, upcoming filming days. Um, I work it work in marketing and fundraising for the un, unaware. Um, mm-hmm. So, preparing stuff for. The launch of our major campaign at the start of April, which involves redoing the entire campaign website. So, nice. Doing lots of lots of little bit different bits and pieces here and there that don't seem like a lot at the moment, but in a couple of weeks, all add up into something pretty big. So,
0: nice. Things can things you, are gears are turning. Any any little um, exclusive tidbits you can let drop, or is it all hush hush? You can't really let the the general public know what you're working on.
1: Uh, what I what I can say um, you didn't hear this you didn't hear this here dear listener but november <laughs> miljura look mm-hmm.
0: out oh look out destination holiday
1: it's all, it's all happening going down in november
0: in the well, middle enough. of nowhere <laughs> the bush stuff
1: just about like coloraine which is not a place mm-hmm. i've actually ever heard of before
0: I've never heard of that either. But
1: yeah. Apparently, it's a place that exists. I'm well, sure Ollie Ollie Chaston may have heard of it before, but
0: yes, out one he, of our favourite dear listeners. Hey, what he's driving tractors, is he like he's a is a fairly I don't know out there kind of fairly, farm worker. He's a fairly tractor bound
1: kind of guy, I think.
0: <laughs> nice. Tied to his track, tied to his tractor. <laughs> We've just got a uh, word from our fearless leader, um, the pod father. He said he may, might be jumping on. He might be guesting. So, Stay on the edge Who of your knows? seat, listeners. That's all. That's right. The
1: <laughs> exciting things are all happening here.
0: That is right. Uh, well, for,
1: also, for the audio listeners, Tom's dog has just jumped on his lap and is looking at him with a bit de- the most precious look of love in his eyes at the moment.
0: Yeah, Willow. Willow's a good girl. She um she keeps me company here when we really usually do the podcast. She's usually curled up my feet, but um, she doesn't see me much today. So she's, she's looking right up into his eyes with,
1: with a look of what I can only describe as adoration. <laughs> oh,
0: oh, she's just sneeze. sneezed.
1: <laughs> so that's what she thinks of my um description of her.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Hey. Oh, little one. Well, yeah. Well, it's good to hear that things are keeping busy. Um, me myself, I've just been kind of flat out with work. Our our regional manager is away. She's off uh, semi chaperoning nieces. To the, she went to Melbourne to chaperone uh, them for the yes. Taylor Swift concert. <laughs> yes, and she's staying up there for Pink as well. So
1: got the double act happening.
0: Yeah, I don't think she went to Taylor Swift because the tickets were tight, but I'm fairly certain she's going to pink and she's going to enjoy that.
1: The tickets were insane.
0: Yeah, my my partner got to go, so she was stoked. She told me all about it. She's one of those proud few of the 96,000 that were there every night. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah we've-
1: people can like what they like, but... Especially at the moment, I am just so sick and tired of hearing
0: about Taylor Swift. Yeah, yep, I'm with that. They they took over the radio like a whole day, and um...
1: I don't need to hear about what her private jet's doing and why Americans are upset <laughs> that the MCG doesn't have visible car parks. Just let me have a day, please. Right. People can like what they like. That's fine. If you like her music, great. If you don't, whatever. Just stop telling me how what every tiny little thing she's doing, please.
0: But how will you go on without knowing that she grew up on a Christmas tree farm, Dan? How how will you continue living?
1: It's vitally the people apparently <laughs> need to know. They need they to do. know that what Jason Kelsey is maybe coming to Australia, maybe not. Who knows? But we need to tell everyone. That's right,
0: just in case. Well, um... Shall we? Shall we move on to our firs and shoot the shit afterwards? Maybe a little bit. Maybe, because there may be a special guest appearance later. There may not be. That's right. You could, could open this thing wide up again. Brock, we, paper scissors, just to, to see right. who goes first. <laughs> this work, we, this which works goes really well. well on an audio medium. But <laughs> well, let's do it. All right, you ready? Now, do we go on one, two, three, then go, or one, two, three? One, two, three, then go. Okay. One, One, two, three. Go. Oh, shit. Uh, Snip, snip. I went scissors. You win.
1: Does that mean I get the right to go first or the right to dictate? You get the right to dictate. I'm going to say that... I will go second today.
0: Oh, oh, look out. He's taking a back seat. It's unlike you, Dan.
1: Just a, I'm trying save to the, the, save up for the biggest potential audience, maybe.
0: Oh, there we go. All, right. all well,
1: fueled after... by ego, of course.
0: Oh, clearly. you got to let the opening act warm them up, and then you, you get to drive it home. Now, I've kept mine all short, sharp, and shiny this week. Um, and I'm a man that loves themes. Last last week, uh, last episode was animals. This week, puppets.
1: We are nothing if not theme lovers, but puppets, <laughs> slightly terrifying.
0: <laughs> well, uh, story number one, Elmo takes turn as a therapist after asking, how's everybody going? Uh, second is... Kermit the Frog voice actor Steve Whitmere fired after 27 years by Muppets bosses. And the third and final story, Swedish chef to host cooking show on Disney Plus alongside celebrity chefs.
1: I'm very glad that this was Muppets and not puppets, which has slightly eased my terror.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, um, I, I read the Goosebumps books when I was a kid and I hated... I can't remember the name of it. It wasn't Chucky, but it was like some other creepy puppet. Yeah. It's It's like the
1: the one with like like a ventriloquist dummy.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's not it. Creepy. Creepy. I don't like it. All right. So, first story. um, At a glance, it might have looked like a run-of-the-mill social media check-in. How's everybody going? But the message came from Elmo. The furry red friend to kids, Muppets, and anyone else. Elmo is known on Sesame Street and beyond for his capacity to care. Um, He was flooded with responses on Instagram threads and Facebook and conversations sparked on Reddit and elsewhere. People unburdened themselves and Elmo took it all in. That's my short little, little tidbit there. Um... Earlier this week, it was reported that Kermit the Frog voice actor Steve Whitmore was to step down from his role after 27 years. However, the long-standing cast member has now revealed in an open letter that he was fired by the Muppets bosses. Matt Vogel was announced as Whitmore's replacement, having voiced the beloved amphibian character in various TV shows and films since 1990, The reason for his departure had been unclear until an open letter he posted to his blog, Muppet Pundit, which expresses his sadness over being fired last October. I think we're just dealing with some technical issues here. Um And last but not least, uh, following the resurge in popularity in the Muppets in the recent years, Disney Plus will capitalize seeing the Swedish chef host a cooking show aimed at young adults. Uh, The show will star chefs including Gordon Ramsay, Michelle Rue, Jamie Oliver, Bobby Flay, and even popular Destination host Guy Fieri. Aimed at broadening young people's horizons and uh, seeing cooking, and this will be heading to the streaming service late October.
1: Just quite, I think the Swedish chef might actually be a better <laughs> chef than Jamie Oliver.
0: <laughs> I used to really like his shows um, back in the early days before he made it like really really big. I think like the Naked Chef was one of his earlier TV shows, and that was that was brilliant. It was like how to cook when you're a like college-age person and impress your friends. Now it's all kind of cheeky wank. Oh, oh. Hello! You going, he's boys?
1: finally made it to the pub, just in time to miss the first round.
2: Oh, thank God. It, he, uh, I guess that them- would have been a boring round anyway. I don't know whose it was, but I'm just going to really try and insult who, who, whoever it was.
1: You can, you can still take your guess. We haven't made our guesses, but we're just talking about... <laughs>
2: The cuisine of Jamie blind. Oliver and how he compares to the Swedish
1: chef from Muppets.
2: Okay. Yeah, fair enough. I, I like Jamie Oliver. I haven't seen him in quite a while. Um, Ooh, going against know. the grain. Yeah, no, Jamie <laughs> Oliver. He was all right. He's better than um, that one in the Coles ads all the time. I've got nothing against him, but, you know, I don't particularly have like a, you know, no, I don't have much love for him. I've got
0: his name. No love. It, but, um, I, I think, think it's Curtis Stone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there we the go. Curtis Stone.
2: He just he was on Master Chef and he was everywhere. I don't know, um I don't know if that's enough, you know? I like Jamie Oliver. <laughs> I think um it stuck out a lot because when I read that big documentary about um was it chicken back years ago? I think that yeah, was pretty eye yeah, opening. Yeah. So I think oh, yeah. for, like, the oh, food yeah. industry Jamie Oliver's done quite a lot. So but a a lot of respect for Jamie Oliver. Yeah. Mm. And Muppets, I didn't really watch the Muppets, I like I like a few of them, but I watched, the, watched the
1: Muppets Christ, Christmas Carol last, end of last year. Nice. Great right. yeah. film, yeah. holds up. Holds up. Yeah, beautiful. Gen- need more Muppets uh, media, please. Uh, get to it, Disney Plus. Well, which, we, which hopefully you know. t- which ties into my may tie into my guess. Yes.
2: Um, just to, just as like the producer, as far as crack and furfies goes, boys, are you guys recording this or anything? Like, what's what's going on here? Uh, we can confirm we
0: are recording, and hopefully the listeners can confirm this. Recording and live streaming, I believe. Well, Straight I to YouTube. I did manage to, to figure it out somehow. I don't know if it's going to the places that we want it to go, but it's going somewhere.
1: Worst case, we can just rip it back off YouTube. So, fear <laughs> not <laughs> oh, oh
2: mighty producer. All right, yeah, cool. How come oh, Tom's Podfather? voice sounds so deep? sounds deeper than usual. You sound like, yeah, oh. you're going...
0: Ooh. I had to put on my bloody, uh, you know, pretending to know what I'd do in voice. God, he's Tom beast.
2: beast. That's impressive,
1: yeah. dude. Well done. He's <laughs> man Beast, man Beast cousin Tom Beast. Yeah. Tom beast.
0: <laughs> yes, beast. yes, Tom Beast.
1: Well, anyway, back to the furfies. Um, I do know that story <clears> number <throat> one is real, and the way they followed it up is also a masterclass in how to handle social media. So, well done, yeah. Sesame Street.
0: Big claps, um, big
1: claps for Elmo. So it comes down to do we have Drew? I might just give a quick draw, a quick rundown. Has Kermit's voice actor been fired, or are we getting a Disney, Disney, Plus Swedish chef cooking show? <laughs> uh, just blindly out of hope, I'm going to say number two is the furphy because I hope Kermit's voice actor has not been fired and I really want to watch the Swedish chef.
2: Try and cook something that is not chaos. <laughs> no, nah, i got no idea. Um, I'll, go, I'll go Kermit's voice actor just because why not? Yeah, that would be disappointing though because who are you going to replace him with?
0: Well, they have apparently replaced him uh, with Matt Vogel. He's, a, he's another voice actor that's apparently voiced him in other TV shows and media throughout the years when um, Mr. Steve Whitmore wasn't available. But I'm okay. sorry to say that he he has been fired and he he's he's stepping down as as the voice really? actor for Kermit.
1: sorry, Steve. Can't believe yes. it's come to this um, after 25 years. Steve, we're so sorry. Dude. After 25 years, are we just gonna say so long? And good luck. Or
0: are we just gonna say so long? Till next time. But uh, the 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 Furfy was indeed the Swedish Chef cooking show coming to Disney Plus. <laughs> Um, somebody, uh, Someone in Disney, please hire this man as an ideas man I really want to watch that I reckon it would be great I um, honestly think it would be great He has been one of my favourite Muppets characters over the years Just, yeah. I don't know, maybe it's because I was a chef But he's just funny He's just a really funny dude You
1: can have like little guest appearances
0: from uh, Beaker
1: and Dr Bunsen
0: I, I, Yes, See? needs to happen all right. up
1: and get on it Disney
2: correct all right let's go I, my- um, I just have a question for you Tom did you do the the um the musical intro like we discussed last week I was really keen to, to to hear that oh man we, we, we
0: will go minimal tonight maybe we'll do a musical outro instead <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> we, we can't let Drew go go sad
2: it's funny because like after we were discussing after the show last week, I was so excited <laughs> like most of the week like oh that'd be really cool. I wanna I wanna <laughs> hear. Is that what Tom pulls out his ass on his guitar?
0: Yeah, it's plugged in and ready to go. But I just thought, you know oh. what? We'll bloody save that.
1: Mount Ooh. Mount Franklin getting cracked there on Drew's
2: side. Oh, we're we're, we're popping a Mount Franklin today, boys.
0: Jesus. We're both, both on, on the both, sparkle sparkles. Both on both on the Franklins. Look out. It must be nice to have name brand sparkling water. <laughs> to have that little hint of flavor. Yeah. <laughs> hmm? They're pretty cheap. All right. It's like
2: ten dollars for a ten pack. Not too bad. Dollar each.
0: That's not bad. It's better than what you'd buy when you're at the uh, you know, the footy club, getting a can, watching the kid kick the ball around. It's better than five dollars fifty for a bottle of bottle of water
1: or whatever is 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 at the moment, which is not to get political, but I am not
0: happy. It's <laughs> just you're paying for plastic.
2: <laughs> uh Yeah, you go down the footy, yeah, man. Just, uh, just one of Franklin please from in the boys. So oh, I'll get one this man. round. I'll get this round, fellas. <laughs> Everyone's like, oh, bloody yeah, just one of Franklin, thanks, mate. That'll be bloody beautiful. Mm. But bloody just on man. this
1: topic. Got the new the these new beer taxes that have come in this week, and immediately places have started struggling as well. Which is I've seen reports of people paying $17 for a pint. Jesus what? Christ. What are you talking
2: about? Beer taxes. Is this a furphy? Are we? No, this is furphy? not a furfy. This
1: is a real thing. <laughs> There's a new like alcohol excise. This is an outrage. And then in because of that, like places like Hawker's Beer and Brett Big Shed Brewery. Have had to go into voluntary administration, and like a lot of places had had to raise the price of the beer. But conveniently, wine is exempt. Funny that. Interesting.
0: Yeah, right. Because our beer is no good, but our wine's top tier. I don't know. Our beer is pretty good. Yeah, beer beer is pretty good.
1: But it's going to be running to the ground if people have to keep paying. Seventeen dollars for a pint.
2: Well, no one can yeah, that's, pay seventeen dollars. That's you know, a bullshit. That's a bit much.
1: That's a that's a second mortgage. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, my just, first uh, mortgage went to living in my cardboard box. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, onto my onto my actual stories. Um, I've taken a slightly different tact. I want to I want to see if you guys. So you may remember I used ChatGPT last week for my furries.
0: Hey, they're taking I wanna see, over. I
1: want to see if you guys can pick the story that was written entirely by ChatGPT today. Wow. Okay. Good idea, man. Skynet yeah, is like now. It. The future is now. Story number one. Singaporean chef replaces all front of house staff with AI and robot workers to revolutionize the hospitality industry.
2: Mm. Yeah, I could say that happening. Story number two, unfortunately.
1: Salt Bay's restaurant charging nearly 700 pounds for a steak cuts heating to save cash. (laughs) And story number three, $50 charge for poor parenting. Restaurant threatens fee for when kids don't behave.
0: See, like, I want that to be true because... The place, I've worked in some places that, like, you have an open kitchen and you can hear everything. And if there's, like, a mental child that's screaming, <laughs> nothing makes your workplace worse than that. Like, you go to work some days to get away from the schem- screaming kids and to also have a screaming kid at your workplace, no good. To so have a screaming kid,
2: though, can't you relate to being, like, sometimes it just doesn't work <laughs> out?
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. As the non
1: parent
3: <laughs> in the
2: group here, I am fully in favor of this fee. Uh, yeah, I, I, I can't be because Lucas is great. You know, he's always good when we go out. But, you know, I can't be a hypocrite and say that and then one day fall victim to it, especially yeah. the second one. Yeah. I don't know what they're going to be like. So <laughs> there's no way I can say yes to it. Uh, you know, you just got to go with the flow sometimes when you're a parent. That's- just, like, all right.
0: Very correct.
1: All right. Let's go into the stories. Story number one, the Singaporean chef. In a groundbreaking move, chef Isabella Tan, the visionary leader of prestigious Michelin-starred restaurant Gastronova in Singapore, has embraced artificial intelligence, AI technology, leading to the replacement of all customer-facing positions. This revolutionary decision aims to redefine the traditional dining experience and enhance culinary creativity within the kitchen. Chef Tan, renowned for pushing the boundaries of gastronomy, expressed her enthusiasm for the AI integration, stating, By automating routine tasks such as booking tables, seating customers, and placing orders, our business can redirect our focus towards crafting exceptional and exotic dishes that will undoubtedly elevate the overall dining experience for our patrons. Despite Chef Tan's optimism, local critic and prominent Singapore food personality David Lim voiced concerns about the potential loss of human touch in fine dining. Lim, Lim emphasized while innovation is vital, we must be cautious not to sacrifice the warmth and personal connection that skilled staff bring to a dining establishment as it is integral to the overall experience. Within the confines of of Gastronova's menu, the galactic gastronomy dish emerges as a stellar example. With its fusion of molecular gastronomy techniques pioneered by chefs like Heston Blumenthal and rare global ingredients like the yuzu fruit from Japan, this culinary masterpiece reflects Chef Tan's unwavering commitment to pushing the boundaries of flavour and presentation. As patrons embark on this gastronomic journey, at gastronova, they are merely not merely witnessing the fusion of AI and culinary artistry; they are savoring a tantalizing pre- preview of the future of dining in the digital age.
2: Yeah, if that was AI, that was very good. And Dan, if that was you, that was that was dog shit. Um. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm joking. Yeah, yeah. No, that's um, that's that's a very compelling story. But it, it would frustrate me if I went out, especially to like a fine dining place and front of house is replaced with AI and all this. It's a bit it's a bit much. So you need that human connection, especially when it's like an experience, like something like what going out to eat is. So yeah, um, that'll be frustrating if that, that is indeed not the furry.
0: Yeah. I'm sus on it, but I, I don't know. It does seem plausible. Have you guys seen like the videos
2: AI is able to do this week that's come out? It's insane. I have. I have. I've watched videos of like ships battling in a coffee cup and an ant going down into the in its colony and all that. It's just completely generated by AI. It's it's amazing. Like it's uh it's scary because I don't know, for for me sitting at home just being like, Do me um make me a video of a flamingo doing a backflip over um, a dolphin and it just does it. Well, like, oh, so that's pretty cool. But just all the implications that you can use it for, like rewriting history in some cases or just making that video evidence is no longer good enough. Mm. Um, so we're going to Correct. be entering a very strange strange world in the next couple of years, if not the next month. Uh, yeah, a little bit scary, but...
0: I agree. Yeah. There'll be a day that comes when there's an AI that is doing our podcast better than we are and (laughs) we'll be all really, really handsome and have like really clean, clear, crisp voices. Are you saying we're Uh, not really, really handsome? Well, I can't speak for myself. (laughs) I can see you guys top tier, but, you know. Crisp. Absolutely. Crisp like an apple.
2: That might be AI because Dan's not a slideshow this week so maybe the <laughs> AI is kicking in for him that's so funny Jumping looking around. back at it it was even worse on the um on the video than when when we could see like it was like every 5 seconds it would just like swap a picture for dan it wasn't like it wasn't a video
0: at all it was so funny <laughs> beep, yeah. but,
1: beep, but no that's how i was actually <laughs> moving in real time yeah you're doing oh, like, like a very slow robot <laughs> that's <what we're> <laughs> Uh, On to the next robot story, Salt Bay. Robot. It may charge nearly 700 pounds for its most expensive steak, but even the flamboyant condiment sprinkling chef Salt Bay's London restaurant has been forced to turn off the heating amid soaring energy bills. Nurseret Steakhouse, the outlet in the Park Tower Hotel in Knightsbridge, known for ridiculous dishes such as the 680-pound Wagyu strip loin, or 630-pound giant tomahawk steak, so they had made an effort to cut costs despite recording a jump in profits. The company, which was founded by Salt Bay, a Turkish Turkish butcher-turned-steakmonger whose real name is Nusret Gotje, said pre-tax profits rose 44% to almost £3.3 million in 2022, as sales soared almost 66% to £13.6 in accounts. Owners of the London Outpost post described by the Observer critic Jay Rayner as ludicrous, received dividends of up to $2.8 million, up from almost $2 million a year before. The restaurant has cut its price in recent years and ditched signature items such as the 1,450-pound gold-covered steak during this ongoing cost of living crisis. The only gold-covered menu on the item now is a $50 pistachio baklava. Sorry, 50 pounds. In its accounts, the group said it had sought to improve energy efficiency at an operational level with efforts including turning off central heating after closing or during peak hours when heating demand is lower and turning off lights during closing hours. The group said it also tried limiting the operational hours of the air curtain the system used to prevent drafts through doors. said it was committed to operational efficiency and its London restaurant included LED lights and energy-saving installations. Thoughts on that one?
0: Thoughts on that one is Salt Bay is amazing. (laughs) I don't care what anyone says. He's fantastic. I love that someone can be such a meme that they become like a full-blown business owner that just doesn't care about anything. Um but is oh, the meme guy.
2: Gotcha, gotcha. I didn't know who Saltbake yeah, yeah, was. Yeah, yeah,
0: he's the, he's the, the yeah, salt yeah. down the arm. Just yeah. yeah,
2: drizzling the salt. Yeah, gotcha. And
0: sl- slapping the <laughs> meat. He's a phenomenally good butcher, though. Like he, like seeing him break things down in like actual proper technical videos is fantastic. Like he's <laughs> really good at what he does. When he's busy not invading the World Cup final soccer pitch. Correct. Um, but I do know how hard it is for for businesses like that, especially luxury businesses when everyone's like cutting back. Like, I mean, there's always going to be rich people that will go out and splurge and spend money on whatever, but people won't do that one-off or oh, we'll save up, you know. Me and the missus will go out for our one date night every now and then. They're just not doing it because they just, people can't anymore. Yeah. i don't know what it's like anywhere else but here in australia cost of living is is ridiculous Insane. so i would i i deem that one wholeheartedly true but i don't know it's i'm probably wrong
2: yeah i'm not it's funny because when dan said oh we got to guess which ones by chat um by ai i'm more or less thinking about like how it's written and how like dan read it rather than the story itself because that they're both plausible, like you know. Yeah. Both make sense to me. Or maybe they both don't make sense to me. Maybe that's why. Who knows? Made, I don't know. We'll never know. But uh, if
0: this other one is just a whole string of like, in unintangible <laughs> syllables. Missing no, missing this,
1: missing no, missing no.
0: We'll have him.
1: <laughs> All right. Let's go down to the third restaurant theme story. A restaurant in Georgia has stirred up controversy with a long standing surcharge that calls into question some customers' parenting skills. Tacoa Riverside Restaurant adds a $50 surcharge on the bills of families whose children don't behave while at the establishment. The restaurant's owner, Tim Richter, told WSB that the charge is not new. It actually began during the COVID 19 pandemic. A warning posted at the bottom of the menu reads Adult surcharge. For adults unable to present dollar dollar dollar, the Today Show reported. The menu is also posted on the restaurant's website. As pointed out online where the surcharge went viral, there is no exact amount listed. Richter said he had never had to use it as a threat to control kids until recently when a family came in with children who he said were running all over the restaurant, he told WSB off-camera. Lindsay Landman thought Richter was jo- joking when he told her of the charge. Landman from Florida was at the restaurant with her husband and four other families, and all of their 11 children aged 3 to 8 years old. The kids were sitting at one end of the table, and they were being so good, Landman told today. I even commented halfway through the meal, I can't believe how well behaved they are. After dessert, some some of the adults took the kids to the river. That's when Richter approached the table. She thought he was coming over to commend her on how well the children were doing. Instead, he announced he was going to charge $50 per bill at the table because she said they were being too loud Oof. and the kids were running around outside despite having adults with them. Laman said Richter was yelling. It was alarming. Laman's <laughs> husband posted a review on Google about a week ago, giving the restaurant
2: a one star review. Oh, that's rough, man. Like, look, there are definitely some places where just kids shouldn't be when it comes to like eating out like, but if you go to maybe like, you know, you know, the good old local Beachport pub, it's a family place. You can take your kids sometimes right. in the courtyard, the kids might be getting a bit rowdy and all that. And, um, you know, it might be a little bit annoying, a little bit loud for some other tables, but as long as it's not too bad, I, I don't see any, any if, harm in it. But if it's on a riverfront, you'd imagine it's
1: kind of that sort of establishment.
2: Yeah. Potentially. But um, th- there are some places where, like, you know, you go, it's more fancy, it's more expensive. People are looking for a- maybe an intimate night out with their their partner or whatever, and it's just like, you know, I think the parents need to know that that's just not a place you, you can take your kids. Like, I would never take, you know, my kids to the barn or whatever. It's just not the place for, for toddlers. <laughs> when there's like Take,
1: take um, Lucas to the barn and get him a $1,450 400- steak.
0: <laughs> with the gold leaf,
2: <laughs>
1: I'll, uh, I'll get, get that the chef so to come I, out I, I and slap it, it when it's on the table.
0: Can I, I get know, it in a you... doggy bag
2: to go <laughs> Sl- slip it in? But, um, yeah, yeah, no, that, that 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 upsets me a little bit. That story,
0: yeah. I don't know if you're trying to throw us off with the voices,
2: yeah, he's trying something like, out there, wasn't he, compared to the other stories, is. yeah. It's gonna be yeah. a bit of improv going on. Oh, well, yeah,
0: yes, that, and yeah. yes, and that's right. <laughs> uh, yep, you got to stick to that.
2: Now, Tom, uh, do you think that Dan like? Do you reckon any of the stories like read differently? So, I I have one in mind where I think it read differently. I don't want to put it in your mind what it was, but did any of them read differently? I don't know if it was Dan trying to throw us off or some voices or. Whatever, But just the way I felt like it was written, partic- one particular story, it seemed it's a little bit different to me. That That's the only way I'm sort of trying to figure out the AI situation mm-hmm. he's got going on here. Dan's just a computer just spitting out gobbledygook. Dan bought 30,000. Dan bought
1: 30,000, yeah.
2: It, it's, yeah, it does say that there. What's Tom at dollar dollar sign? What's that?
0: Tom ass.
2: Oh, Tom ass. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um Yeah, look, I don't it's difficult for me because Dan he's good at his presentations. Like he he knows what he does. <laughs> I'm terrible at it on the other hand, like I don't I just spew words. Um I couldn't really pick the difference. The only thing that was, spun me out is that Dan was doing voices in the last He didn't do it for anything else, but like, you know, there was there was testimonies and there was there was characters popping up. But I reckon I'm gonna go with with story number two. I think Salt Bay's been out of the news for a while. I think that Dan likes picking memey things.
2: He does, yeah. Salt Bay seems like something he would pick for a story to write up.
0: Just drop that in Drop yeah. that in AI and let it do its thing. Yeah. That's that's mm. that's that's my choice.
2: Also wonder like, you know, he um, did he go for a parent topic because he's dealing with
0: um True with Playing to the weaknesses, that's right. Yeah,
2: yeah, because like then the emotionality comes out of my like, oh, play. No. Not my little hell. Screaming, Not my screaming little fuck. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go um, just uh, just off what I was saying earlier. I'll, I'll try story number one. I, yeah. Something which just yeah. sounded different. different. I don't know what it was.
1: Let's just say the future is not now because Drew has picked it.
2: Hey. Yeah. Nice. Found yeah, the AI, so, yeah. the story Ooh.
1: about the AI, and, made it, and it was weirdly positive. So uh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> AI PR machine is already coming out. That's
2: yeah, right. Just like so, AI is great. Don't know what you got to worry about. Look, I'm writing this shit for you right now. Come on, <laughs> calm down.
0: I yeah. I did think while he was reading out, I'm like, this is, this is fucked. Like, there's no way that they would r- remove all that stuff, like people for machines. I just don't think they're ever going to be able to do it. But I I thought you I guys thought...
1: also would have picked it. The name of the dish being the Galactic Gastronomy for yeah. a Michelin star restaurant.
0: Shit was weird, but I was willing to forgive it because <laughs> Singapore's a different place. <laughs> You're too good. You are done gone fooled me, Dan. The
1: future is not now, but it is in five minutes.
0: <laughs> the future is soon. Now, <laughs> we didn't really get to like check in and see how you were doing there, Podfather.
3: Kind
1: of
2: Check it up and
0: blow us all Where away. What the fuck are you? Yeah,
2: what, not, is, what the fuck bad. is going no, on? Fa- no, thanks for asking, boys. That's very polite of you. Thank you very much. Um, yeah, not we too fought, bad. We are we nothing, just,
0: if not polite. We just dragged you in our fucking argument about real or fake news stories and didn't even see how you were doing.
2: Well, that, that's more than fair enough, boys. I I came in late. It's um, you know, it's just up to my courtesy to just to fit in with what you guys are doing if I'm not. Um, on point enough to be there at the start. That's fair enough. So but it cool. is nice that you you know you are asking how I'm going. I'm, I'm going well boys. Um I'm enjoying um recording the podcast. Uh recorded uh, the House of Mario yesterday, which is fun. We've got Josh yeah. on now for the House of Mario Congratulations. So um,
1: two yeah, one has become DOS. Yeah.
0: Leveled up. DOS. Yeah. Player so, yeah. player two has arrived. I've got a play two. Absolutely. Oh yeah.
1: Articuno has been defeated by Zapdos.
2: <laughs> All right. <Whoa. laughs>
1: oh. yeah. A Diglett has um. become a, a Dug Duo. <laughs> <laughs> that,
2: that, that, that would have been an well, interesting, um mm-hmm. interesting one. All right, so I I have some furfies, boys uh <gasps> when I was oh. getting when when I was getting Lucas what, ready for this episode this episode when i was getting lucas ready for bed chant was like oh have you got furfies ready i'm like no 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 i don't she's so she when i came in here she was sat on the couch she wrote well, she researched and looked some up and uh she said oh do you have any themes i'm like no don't worry about themes just um just chuck me some shit together so i can read it to the boys <laughs> and see what they what they say and she's like oh no i need a theme to sort of work it out and i looked around the room and we, had a, we have a little spider-man plush so i said oh. spider-man so spider-man's the theme i like it so, so I've got no idea what these are until I'm I'm gonna find out at the same time you you boys are you right, have to guess get ready which for one's first. the furfy
0: as well. <laughs>
2: I know which one's the therapy because ready. it's labelled, but uh, this is, this is all Chantel's work. So I'll I'll just go for the titles first. If it, I'll read them out. That they're, they're only like a paragraph long each, so not not too long. Uh, Taylor Swift recreates Spider Man meme with ex boyfriend Taylor Lautner. And wife Taylor and wife Taylor Lautner. Oh, that's right. They're both tailors, aren't they?
0: Yes, yes. Tay. Oh, I get it. The, the the pointing thing. That's what they would be. Yeah. Taylor, Taylor, yeah. Taylor. <laughs>
3: that's
2: fantastic. But they but they don't look the same. I imagine. I actually don't know what female Taylor Lautner looks like. I know what male Taylor Lautner looks like.
0: Exactly the same.
2: Just reporting. <laughs> yeah, <Just, laughs> yeah that'll be interesting too. Uh, next one is Sydney Sweeney believes her role, uh, her role Spider Woman is in the MCU. So I got no idea what even that means. To be honest with you, it's about uh, the Madam Web, the world's
1: new best movie ever, Madam Web.
2: Oh,
0: that's from yeah. Madam Web. Okay, I've seen yeah. that being ripped to pieces. It's everything actually kind of wholesome well.
1: seeing the entire internet come together just to rip <laughs> this one movie to shreds. <laughs> yeah.
2: Is it? I feel like the internet just shits on everything, and people can't can't be happy. I don't know if that's that's a good. Thing no,
1: or not. Everyone's just united, and this is the worst movie I've ever seen. <laughs> I'm gonna
2: hold <laughs> out until I to see the morning. <laughs> I mean, they like the Venom movie. Like, they have every mat- bit of material to make a pretty wicked movie. And it was mm. just like, it was worse than okay. So My, my, my personal <laughs> theory
1: is that Sony is making these movies as bad as possible so they can keep the IP rights and they can market them on being memes.
0: Mm. Just I'll be right back. How to unwatch Venom. <laughs> yeah. The second one didn't get any better. But anywho. Oh, sorry, we're second, I, I,
2: I, I haven't seen the second one. Terrible. That's on my list to do right afterwards. And uh, the la- <laughs> the last story is Margaret Robbie wears Spider Man inspired dress to the BAFTA awards.
0: Hmm.
2: So interesting. All right. Interesting. So a bit more context for Taylor Swift recreates Sp- Spider Man meme <laughs> with ex boyfriend Taylor Lautner and and wife Taylor Lautner. Uh, <laughs> Taylor Lautner and Taylor Lautner <laughs> attended. Taylor Swift's concert before posting a photo to social media recreating the iconic Spider Man meme where three Spider Man characters point at each other as the main claim to be the real Spider Man. Fans of the celebrities called it hilarious. Taylor Lautner, the Twilight star, also delighted fans by performing a backflip on stage as a surprise guest appearance at the concert. So there you go. Oh, there you go. Crazy stuff. Doing a backflip. Sydney Sweeney believes her role Spider-Woman is in the MCU Sydney Sweeney played the role of Julia Cornwall aka Spider-Woman in the latest film from Sony's Spider-Man universe Madam Web the film received major criticism for its underwhelming plot thinly written characters and wooden acting in the recent interview Sweeney revealed that she was excited to be a part of the MCU Plan, uh, fans begun pitying the Euphoria actress actress, uh, for not knowing the difference between the SSU or the MCU. Who's going to tell her? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Actually, I'd also heard something similar as well that Dakota Johnson, who plays the main character of Madam Web, her agent sold her the film on it being MCU and then she started filming and found out it wasn't yeah You're right they, that's rough
3: so her
1: agent was promptly fired
0: <laughs> big rip
2: i just got another message from chantelle saying "Solly, uh sorry uh, she said sorry they're so girly <laughs> like, <"Yeah>, they,
0: <laughs> they bar, you know what it's perfect <laughs> yeah. i've got no so, idea where we're going <laughs> <laughs> they're pretty good like I, I don't know i wouldn't know
2: mm. anything about taylor Lautner or sydney sweeney or whatever because mm. um yeah, I know, I know Chantel likes um, like her movies and all that, so she's a bit switched on when it comes to some of this stuff. Maybe yeah, she likes Spider Man. I can't get her to watch the Spider Verse movies though, like the best ones. Have you boys Ooh, watched them? They are good,
0: they yeah. Are, they
1: are she, very good. I
2: can't get her to watch I mean, them. She she doesn't does. want to watch it purely because it's cartoon, and hmm? it upsets me. Yeah,
1: yeah. Upsets just me get it. Put up. put them on for Lucas. Well, she can't escape.
2: <laughs> it's not a bad idea. Um, we watched the amazing was it Spidey and his amazing friends, like the kids' cartoon Spider-Man.
0: Yep. Because I put on oh,
2: like the '90s oh. cartoon or the '80s cartoon or whatever it was, and they're just punching the fuck out of each other for like twenty minutes. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, maybe, maybe not. They're just beating the shit <laughs> out of each other, and the vulture comes, and Spider-Man's just like webbing him, and he comes up and just punches him in the face, and he falls to the ground. Like, yeah, <laughs> probably not. I'm gonna I'm gonna be the, I'm gonna be the one the copper punched. To the yeah. face by a two-year-old, so put on Spidey, <laughs> and it's it's really weird because the green goblin's in it, but um, he's yeah, just like, like an actual dude. He's like an actual goblin, huh. like he's just he's just like a goblin who goes around just throwing pumpkin like slime balls at people, and that's delicious. Bad thing he does, but. It'd be hilarious to like put on um the third Spider-Man movie in the MCU where like the Green Goblin comes in and just like blows up a building and kills Aunt May. <laughs> that, that'll be a, that'll be a hell of an up, just uh, <laughs> punch in the face. Like oh shit, Green Goblin, is a bad man. He's, he's a bad man. man. He's a bad man. All right. And last story: Margaret Robbie wears Spider-Man inspired dress to the BAFTA awards. Barbie star uh, Margaret w- uh, R- Robbie. Uh, who is a self-described Spider-Man fan, uh, uh, uses the red and blue web suit as an inspiration for her Vera Wang dr- Vera Wang dress at the 2004 BAFTA's British Academy Film Awards. The elegant uh, floor-length gown um, featured lab-grown diamonds in a webbed pattern turned heads on the red carpet although some onlookers believe a Barbie-inspired pink dress would have been more tasteful. Mm.
1: Fair enough. Well, I know what I'm thinking, but what are you thinking, Tom?
0: Well, the depth in the clothing suggests that Chantel may have written the last one, but I'm thinking it's the Taylor Swift triple Um. Taylor meme I'm thinking
1: it's Margo
0: Robbie since
1: Drew slightly slipped up in there. I'd, We've gone back in time probably... to 2004.
0: I think it may have just been words that he's not used to ogling.
2: <laughs> that's just uh, my reading ability. I don't know if that's... <laughs> I read the other one's all right, though. So, yeah, you might be onto something there, maybe. We'll blame Chantel's mm-hmm. writing if that's the right. Oh,
1: Can't believe you've done the Chantel, but I'm going number three just based on 2004.
2: I oh, say no. 2004. It says 2024. <laughs> <laughs> that's i right. have
1: already locked in. Let's go number three.
0: I'm sticking yeah, with number me. one. I think the Taylor Swift thing's topical. Um, yeah, we will go with that. Number one.
2: All right. Um, I can confirm the furphy was um
0: the tension. <sighs> yeah, it's just a really. Pill- um, She's really building uh, it. Yeah,
2: uh, it's number three. Dan got her. Oh,
0: up. nicely done. That's I am she, open did, to... she did a good job, though. That was good. She did really well.
2: Yeah. She did.
0: Yeah, I don't know what I would have picked out of those ones. We're going to have to invite her to the pub one of these days.
1: If it wasn't for 2000, the 2004 thing, I would have. Genuinely, like, I don't recall seeing Taylor Lautner in anything for like the last 15 years other than one furphy <laughs> that we did.
0: So True.
2: Well, and that was my fault. It does say 2024, so I just uh, I fucked that.
0: Huh. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Got him. Sorry, boys. Got him.
2: What, uh, yeah? Pretty well, well done. Well, pretty nice, boys.
1: Not bad for an episode we just threw together.
0: Yeah, oh, Not... Dan's,
2: gone, Dan's gone slideshow again.
0: Hell yes. Sideshow Dan. <laughs> <laughs> Need to grow the hair out. It's a work in progress.
1: Start walking around with like a bone through my hair.
2: Do it. I dare you. You can if you want, man. It looks like a fuck, it, <laughs> but you can if you want.
1: <laughs> hey, if I'm going to go for the full sideshow. I've got to follow in Sideshow Mel's footsteps.
2: Yes. Yeah, true, true.
1: Which I'm not so, really sure how someone with a bone through their hair fits into the whole clown theme of Krusty the Clown, but whatever, whatever works.
0: Bloody hell, we're good. We're just really, wicked. really good. Uh, doing yeah, a this on bunch thing. of boys.
2: I just want to say, like, I you know, since I came here late, I'm not the host, so it's up to one of you guys to <laughs> to move things along. I'm just sort of sitting here, just oh, yeah, uh, well, just oh, sure. the, oh god, the, the pressure, oh god, oh god. <laughs> well, I'm just thanks for,
3: yeah.
1: Thanks for tuning into this <laughs> episode of Chaos, um, listeners. Um, <laughs> thanks for joining us in the pub on this on this Tuesday night. Maybe a Wednesday, maybe a Thursday, whenever you're listening to it. Let us know in the Discord.
0: We're we're alcoholics. We do as we please.
1: But for joining us tonight, we're going to give you a special treat on the way out. Oh, hell yeah! A special musical performance from one, Thomas McRobert. Take us (laughs) away.
2: Once was the board living in a dam, and it was all wet and (laughs) slop. Keep
3: going,
2: (laughs) hops and bops, and he he slops. Tasty gout, it's Mario.
0: Ten is his real name. <laughs> that is in a resolution sound. I don't know what is. Good night from the pub. Get out of here. It's fucking last drinks. Is that,
1: they're saying a lock in. Go home already. <laughs>
0: All right, how do I, how do I, how do I thing?
2: Kraken <laughs> Furfies is lovingly crafted and recorded in the southeast of South Australia. The show is produced and hosted by me, Drew Agnew, and my co-hosts are Ash Wallace, Daniel Tredray, and Thomas McRobert. If you enjoy my work here as well as on my other podcasts, The House of Mario, Encore at The House of Mario and A Drew Story, help spread the word by sharing us with a mate or leaving a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. If you would like to show further support and help me achieve my goal of freeing up one working day a week to spend more time refining and creating podcasts, please consider checking out patreon.com Idruby where for only $1, you get access to my secret recordings, where I share everything behind the scenes. A big thank you to the legend DJ for supporting the content at the podcast producer level on Patreon. From the bottom of my heart, thank you.